Good afternoon. I hope you're having an awesome Erev Shavuot. So today's Duff, Yoma 35A, had the perfect piece appropriate for going into Shavuot and receiving the Torah. It couldn't have picked a more fitting idea to share than exactly what I learned this morning and I'm going to share with you. See, we all have reasons why we tell ourselves that we can't spend more time learning. Even people who want to learn often have what seem to be legitimate distractions and obstacles that make it difficult. Yet at the end of the day, after 120, the Talmud says, we're going to be asked if we set aside time to learn the book. After all, God didn't give us this awesome book of wisdom and the secrets to existence so that it could just stay on a shelf. So the Talmud plays out the scenario for us of what might happen when our number is called up after 120 years. It speaks about how, let's say, a poor person, a rich person, and a person with a raging Yitzhahara will all walk up to the intake room. And they'll be asked the questions, new, so did you read the book that I wrote? And they might say, not so much. Why not? Well, if the poor person then says, listen, God, I'm sorry, I I just didn't have enough money to easily support myself, so I had to work really hard all the time to make ends meet. God will say, I I understand, but let me introduce you to Hillel. You know the famous Hillel, who was one of the greatest sages of all time, whose opinion we follow in almost every case? Don't think that was because he had an easy life and was able to easily get the best tutors and had time to sit and study without a care. In fact, the Talmud tells us the exact opposite was true. He earned just a few bucks each day, but half would be used to survive, and the other half with which he would pay to get access to the study halls and learn. In fact, one day he didn't even have money to get into the study hall, so he ended up climbing onto the roof to listen through the skylight and stayed there as he literally got buried under a huge snowfall. And in the morning, when some of the great teachers noticed that the room was not getting its usual sunlight, they looked up and found Hillel asleep under the snow. They quickly pulled him down, warmed him up, and this guy, the one who had nothing, was able to find a way to grow into a giant. So we're told Hillel shows us that no matter how little you might have, if there's a will, there is a way. But then the next person will walk up and say, hey God, listen, I get it. You know what? Maybe the guy who doesn't have that much going on could find a little time. And I know it's a great book and I really would have loved to have studied more, but I had so many companies and businesses that I just had to manage, portfolios that I had to look after. I simply had no time. I was running from office to office and meeting to meeting. And God says, listen, I understand you were really busy and had no time. But here, let me introduce you to my friend, Rebbe Lazar ben Kharsom. He literally owned a thousand cities, fleets of ships, and every day he would pack his lunch and go from place to place to check up on his cities. And yet he also delegated work so that he could learn. He was so wealthy and busy actually with business that one time in one of his his own cities, he was approached by some of the civil servants who had never met him and didn't realize who he was since he was traveling for business and just they assumed him to be a freeloader. Remember, this is before there was any media, Forbes magazine or LinkedIn, so you didn't know who the person was. They were so clueless that they even criticized him for not doing anything while everyone else had to contribute to this town that belonged to Rebel Lazar ben Kharsom to help it function. Yet this was the man who owned the city. He owned more cities than anyone else, always made time to learn, and in fact, so much so that eventually he merited to become the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. So with that in mind, God will look at the wealthy guy, the businessman, and say, okay, how many cities did you own that you just simply couldn't find time, any time to learn? And then finally will come the guy with the raging Yetzirah, someone who is blessed with great looks and a killer smile. And he'll simply say, listen, God, I really wanted to learn, but it was just too hard for me to overcome the pursuit of pleasures. What do you want from me? You gave me this Yetzirah. And then God will say, hey, did you ever see that Andrew Lloyd Webber play Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat? Let me introduce you to the live character who the story is based on, Joseph. 
The Torah tells us that he was stunning, had a raging Yitzhahara. The whole story with Potiphar's wife happened because not she was desperate, but simply because people had a hard time keeping their hands off of Yosef because he was that attractive. Talk about someone who was surrounded by temptation. But you know what? He was able to ground himself and stay true to his values and just kept learning and growing until he became the leader of the Jewish people and the one who saved us all from starvation. So what's your excuse, Charmer? What a beautiful passage of the Talmud, especially on the eve of Shavuos. Because let's be honest, we all have busy lives, stressful lives, and too many attractive things pulling our attention, let alone an abundance of things that we can fill our time with. And we might feel like, I know it's important, but you don't understand, me personally just isn't in the cards. I'm too fill in the blank. So along comes the Gemara and says that every individual who has an excuse, they can find someone in the world who has that same excuse but somehow found the opportunity to carve out time to learn and dust the books off the shelves, to have a chavrusa, a study partner. And you know what? It is often those people who are challenged, who when they work hard, just like Hillel who struggled to make a living, Rebel Uzzer who had so many meetings to catch, or like Joseph who was just a potential model playboy, it's those people who were able to not only find the time, but through that effort, they actually achieved greatness. The celebration of receiving the Torah and Shavuos and this Gemara are powerful reminders that we have more time than we think. We are all going to be asked the question, and we could all be the individuals that prove that if even someone like me could do it, then so could you. Because I guarantee you that there is someone like you who's already done it. So, so can you. And on that note, wishing you an awesome Shavuos, and I'll see you in a few minutes for the episode that counts for Monday.